three, two, one. Welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we talk about everything from feminism, feminist issues, and everything in between. You're joined by your co-hosts, Megan Hoharts and Kenzie Meekbeck. What up, girl? Not much. We let's talk about our weekends because we're filming oh a double. God. We're filming a double episode because we've been busy. Do we wheels. really want to talk about our weekends? Yeah. Okay, you go first. Are we not allowed? No, we're allowed. Okay. Um, first, Megan and I went to happy hour on Friday night. That was fun. Yeah. Did you like that place? I loved it. Wakefield. We've been there once before. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It's cute. The Megan's a vegetarian and I'm a terrible person, so I was eating pork sliders. <laughs> they were real good. Were they good? Mm-hmm. I should have had a bite. The little nibble. The french fries were good. Yeah. The Chipotle ranch. I mean, Chipotle ketchup was good. I'm starving right now, so that sounds amazing. <laughs> you need to go get something to eat. I know. I've been just eating yogurt all day. Yeah, that doesn't help. Well, it's protein. Okay. Right? I don't know what yogurt is. It's, it's probiotics. It's not only probiotics. It's not just like a probiotic bubble. I was looking at the back of, of yogurt the other day and I was like, this doesn't actually appear to be that great for you. It was like vitamin A, 0.5%. Vitamin C, 0.9%. I was like, but well. But it makes the digestives in your tummy even. Okay. So it's good for you. Yeah. Okay. And it's a probiotic. So it balances the yeast in your body. In your vagina? I think so. I think the gynecologist recommend it. Okay. Well, keep on eating it. Eat it so your yeast stays balanced. I wonder if some of them have like way too much sugar. They do. Is that a thing? Yeah. The super sweet ones? Yeah, that's why you got to get the boring yogurts. But it, the boring yogurts, nasty. I get phage. Or, that's <laughs> not how you say it. It's like a Greek <laughs> word that I can't pronounce. Fahe. Fahe? Fahe. Hey, how do you it's pronounce? Spelled phage. <laughs> how do you? And poke bowls are poke bowls. <laughs> poke bowls. So your phage, whenever you pour in the red sauce into the phage, that doesn't make it more... That's just strawberry puree. Okay. Does that make it like super sugary or no? It makes it better. Well, yeah. Oh, my tip for Greek yogurt, because Greek yogurt allegedly is the best one for you, is you put in honey instead of sugar. And granola. Yeah. And then a berry or two and it's exciting. Might as well just have a dessert. Oh. Might as well be eating a cheesecake. No. <laughs> Not the same. Not okay to say that. <laughs> I'm like adamantly like, no, that's not the same. Okay. Um, I was going to ask you how you pronounce. Well, I don't think you like it, but I like it. But how do you pronounce the sparkling water that comes in cans with multi-variety of flavors? LaCroix. Okay. But it's La Crap because I don't like it. It's good. I really hate LaCroix. Des literally drank 30 cans of LaCroix this weekend. I opened the refrigerator and they're all gone. But for real, like in Seattle, LaCroix is all the rage. Maybe it just is nationwide and I happened to move to Seattle at the time it blew up. Because I moved here and everyone's like, LaCroix, 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 LaCroix. And I was like, (laughs) relax. It's awful. It makes my stomach feel weird. It's just, I just hate it. I like it. It's better than drinking soda. And sometimes you crave a soda, so then you just have a little bubbly. I rarely crave a soda, so I just give into it when I have, like, a soda craving. 
Wow, that's good. I probably only have a soda once like a month. Is this new in your life or have you always just not craved a soda? Um, I just don't like, I mean, I like soda, but it's not like I would like to go buy it. I like chips better. <laughs> I feel like I was worse about soda when Sonic was closer. Oh, well, yeah, that's really true with the ice and y'all Sonic. Let me tell you a little something about Sonic. <laughs> My Texas accent. Sonic is the best. It's so good. But they do have them here. It's just like spread out. It's far. Yeah. We should go there. Puyallup. After we record our your short film next week, let's go. You can treat me to Sonic. Oh, I'll treat you to Sonic, girl. <laughs> treat me to Sonic. Hey, corn dogs, corn dogs, slushies, uh, grilled cherry cheese for limeade, string cheese. Wait, Route sixty four cherry limeade, mm-hmm. mozzarella sticks, jalapeno poppers. I'm so hungry right now. You're torturing me. What's the other things called that's like a blizzard, but it's not? Blast. A blast. A blast. We're going to have a blast with our Sonic Blast. It's, and we listed off probably 10,000 calories. <laughs> no, yeah, we're not kidding. Yeah. Every single day of senior year, Charlotte would go get a Reese's Blast after school. Every single Back day. Back when like your metabolism was kick ass. And she was the tiniest thing. Yeah. And she would eat a Reese's Sonic Blast every single the day. Good old days. Oh, my. Oh. You're going to have to cut it out. I just said the F word. I'll just bleep you. Okay. Um. So Binks um, is being very naughty lately, everyone. So Binks is my cat, Thackeray Binks. Yes, he's named after Hocus Pocus. And you can see his tail at the bottom of the screen right now. But he's been very mischievous. I think he misses his his friends when did you get him this collar did he always have it no i got it recently i got it from greece maybe we'll put it on our instagram you got it from where greece i went on etsy.com and i went to find (laughs) a collar because he was really bothered by like the jingly sounds oh and so i wanted a collar where his like id was like bound to Mm -hmm. and it's also breakable so if he got into any shenanigans it would come off it would come off yeah good yeah so he's, he's a really sweet good boy call. he's sweet boy but he's very obnoxious boy why he cry all night all night long all nights he's feeling testy yeah <laughs> what do you do do you just wake up and play with him? entirely be like shh maybe you should give him some benadryl <laughs> <laughs> don't worry i won't audience <laughs> um no, I don't know. I would never recommend that for real. He now he's like in the shot. Did you hear you were being talked about? Now you want to be on? Oh, well, now he's a part of the podcast. If you watch our YouTube, he's sitting right in between us. He's a chunker for sure. I know. He sat on this chair that he used to fit on. <laughs> and now he like still sits on it when he was a baby. And now he still sits on it, but he like just his whole body hangs off. I'm like, Binks, it doesn't fit no more. How old is Binks? Three. Does he still like to play? Yeah, he's very playful. Maybe you should maybe you should get him one of those toys that look like a mouse and you bounce it up and down and make him swat at it. I was thinking because like, he had the other cats to play with 24-7. Yeah. So a lot of his energy was taken out. A lot of his cries were taken out by them. Yeah. So I'm debating on just like getting him like an electronic thing that messes with him. Like a thing that goes around by itself. Oh, that's a good idea. What if you try that? 
Yeah, and I also just did research online, and there's this plug-in you can get that releases, like, pheromones that are supposed to calm them down. Oh, good. So I might do that. What about catnip? I don't want to drug him. Oh, catnip's a drug? It's like weed. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Weed for cats? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I know. I mean, I guess it would be fine, but I just, I don't know. I feel weird about it because I get high. Oh, that's what happens? Yeah. That's why they like it so much? Yeah. Do they eat it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, I thought they just rubbed their faces on it. Oh, I thought they ate it. Maybe we should I do some research. Look. Yeah. Now he's looking at you. <laughs> okay. So anyway... <laughs> So today I actually wanted to, we're, today's more of a random like chill podcast because we did our last one is going to be more serious. So so we've talked about this in the past, but we really wanted to dig in deeper. But I also have a story I wanted to say real fast. Okay, say it. Well, should we say what we're talking about first? Yeah, I guess so. We're going to talk about um, who pays for dates, puberty. And we're also going to talk about this story I just heard uh, that I read online. So DJ Khaled, do you know who that is? Yes. He proudly bragged on a radio show the other day that he doesn't go down on his wife. Oh. And he's like, the king shouldn't have... Let me pull up the article real quick. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was very sexist. Okay, so it's BuzzFeed article that I'm getting this from. I didn't know he was married. Yeah, and he said something like... Um, it's different rules for men. We the king. He said that. And he goes, I reward my woman by buying her her house and like by buying her things. And so she should go down on me, but I shouldn't have to go down on her. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's not OK. And then unless she doesn't want to get gone down on. Right. But like eg- exactly. But he's just saying that he like and a lot of people are giving a backlash like you're a teenage boy for having that mindset like are you serious and then another one is um Dwayne Johnson or so the rock he tweeted out the funniest thing he goes <clears throat> ahem clears throat as a man i take great pride in mastering all of my performances maybe this is a little tmi and i will now quietly excuse myself from this fun fred thread nice so that was in response to what DJ Khaled said? Yeah. Nice. I really like, okay, I used to a little bit hate on The Rock because, I mean, he was this cheesy guy doing, like, you know, wrestling stuff. But now I think he's a great guy. He seems really cool. He seems like the greatest guy ever. I know. And he seems really nice. Yeah. And he has two daughters. And he has two daughters. And then the one that was just born whenever they showed, did you see the picture? Mm-hmm. She was like on his chest and she was so tiny and so cute. And he was, he's huge. And he's ginormous. And um, he also bought his mom a house like with one of his first like big paychecks. He like mm. bought his mom a house. Apparently he's really nice. Ellen did the funniest thing to him too the other day. She replaced her face with the baby's face <laughs> on his chest. <laughs> I love Ellen. I love yeah. her. And she goes, this is comforting. <laughs> I love Ellen. Oh, my God. And, you know, I think that we don't give The Rock, or at least I didn't give The Rock the credit that he deserves. I know. Me either. Now he's a stand-up great citizen. I kind of think he's cute now, too. I know. (laughs) We're just all in love with him now. Now we're in love with The Rock. Um, So should we talk about puberty stories first or who pays? Puberty. 
I'm not going to tell the one that you want me to tell. (laughs) Can I tell it? No. Okay. It's such a good story. Now people are going to hate us. I'm not going to tell you my most embarrassing story. It's not that embarrassing. It's really funny. It's Yes, you said it was as embarrassing as the other story <laughs> I told you. Okay, fine. Can yeah. I tell it? No. And act like it was me? No, now because clearly <laughs> they know. Okay, so we also just wanted to, I just wanted to talk about sex ed because we were talking about it at happy hours. So like what was your sex ed experience? With my school or with my parents. I mean, like, how did you get to talk about the dirty deeds? So, the birds and the bees. My mom made me read a book. and She made you read one? Yeah, she made me read, like, a chapter every night. And it was a really... Every night? What an awful torture system. It was really, like, a scientific book. Like, it wasn't, like, easy to understand and, like... I mean, I think it was written for the, I don't know what Did she say I come to me with questions? Yeah. Okay, that's good at least. And I, she may have at a really high level like told me and then made me read this book for the details. I don't really remember. But um, I just remember being like, shit, I don't want to read this book. Like, first of all, it's too scientific. It's boring as F. Okay, I get it. The penis goes into the vagina. I get it. Like, whatever. And, but then she made me read this book, come to me with questions. She may have said, you need to ask me one question each night. I can't remember if she forced me to ask her questions or she just said. This might be a good method. And so then my dad didn't have anything to do with it. Thank God a little bit. No. I mean, my dad has always been honest with me about sex and tells me the birds and bees. Yeah. And he always made me feel comfortable enough that that I could come to him. Right. But did you ever want to? I've, I think I did come to him about a question or two. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Um, and and then, he was very respectful. Good. Yes. I mean, I think that if it came down to it, I could go to my dad. I mean, no doubt if it came down to it, I could go to my dad. But it would just be nice to be able to go to my mom. <laughs> yeah. For sure. No, I went to my mom for 99% of it. Yeah. I feel like it's also good if the father. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then, then at school, it was probably a year or two later than they talked about it at school, but we had to go into separate rooms, girls in one room, boys in the other. Texas. And then I don't know what the boys talked about, but the girls mainly talked about periods. We talked a little bit about sex, but mainly. Exactly. You need to have a balance. Mainly about, about periods. It's not like we're not half of that equation. Not me. So what was yours? Mine was <laughs> my hopefully my mom's like, this is not how it happened. So sorry. But um, my um, so I remember Chelsea getting a DVD and having to bring it home from school and having to watch the DVD about sex. And, and I think it was like just two cartoon characters and it wasn't like pornographic. They were just like standing next them to each other like they were standing up and the penis just like went into the vagina magically um right real quick did she get this like every single kid in her class like went home with like a copy or yeah okay yeah and the teacher was like you, and she was in fifth grade and i was this. in second and my mom's like might as well come on in <laughs> <laughs> 
come on kids but i think that like um it is good because like they never lied to me when i'd be like where do baby come babies come from like they wouldn't be honest i mean mine would just say the stomach yeah me too and then i'd be like great yeah and then they would be like um and then i would say but how did they get there and then they would say well when a mom and a dad love each other yep same but it's definitely not that. <laughs> it's definitely can be different from a mom and a dad loving each other. It definitely de- love does not need to be involved. Yep. Um. Let's see. But I was given freebies at school during the pu- puberty time. I thought this was terrible. I think it was too. So not calling out my school district or anything. Maybe they gave us consent to accept these objects. I don't know. Maybe they did the right channels. But I remember... Being given secret deodorant in a package, maybe insinuating that we all smell, <laughs> which we probably did. Um, and then I think they gave us like feminine products that like had a pamphlet on like about them. And then they gave me Nair. <laughs> I thought that that one was terrible. I get the deodorant fine. I get the tampons fine. But Nair. That's a bad on a lot of reasons. A lot. One, it basically burns off your hair right yeah like it like it disintegrates it yeah second it maybe they didn't want us to play with razor blades i don't know the reason second that's insinuating you have to shave it's insinuating that hair is bad and it needs to get rid of and that was being told in your little brain in what grade like fourth fifth in middle school so like seventh but still you're very much developing you don't know even though you feel like you're the shit in seventh grade, you don't know everything. Oh, my God. You feel like you know everything. You know everything. Wow. And your parents are so annoying. I feel like it's finally starting to click for me at 26. <laughs> that you don't know everything? No. That, well, yeah. And that I, like, feel more finally in line with, like, how the world actually works. Yes. And you're just like, thank God that there's so much to this world than how you feel when you're 13 years old. Yeah, but no. So, and I have very sensitive skin, like very, in every capacity, my body's sensitive. Like it reacts to caffeine extremely, everything extreme. And so I put on the nair and my legs broke out in hives. (laughs) And your mom was like, WTF. Well, I don't know if my mom remembers this, but like, I think it was in my backpack. So she probably like didn't know I was going to use it. And Mm -hmm. I was probably not going to tell her because like school gave it to me. It's probably fine. Right. Yeah. And then you're like, ah, you have hives all over my body. Yeah. I remember rubbing it and my whole leg like broke out in a rash. Okay, I used to use Nair on my vagine. Oh my god, why? <laughs> it got rid of it. Did it hurt? I mean, it said it clearly says do not use on your vagine. Megan, we're not we're not endorsing. I would that. leave a little soul patch. I would just get rid of all the rest. Oh man. Still probably not a good idea. Yeah. Still go to a waxer, a professional, if you so choose to not have hair down there. Right. Or just shave it. Speaking of which, I got to go to the gynecologist on Wednesday. I get to. You, yeah. I get to. to We're trying to uh, make it a positive experience. To make sure that I am have a healthy vagine. But let's be real. It does su- suck to get a piece of metal shoved up there and clipped on. It sucks immensely. Yeah. But... Yeah. 
for my health and for my birth control. And we all need to be conscious of our health. It's just a few seconds. And no, it's like a minute or two. But she's going to just be like, well, hello there. You have not had to wear a bikini in quite a while, have you? Oh, so you're... I'm going all natural. (laughs) I clean it up for my guy now. I like treat it like a new relationship. (laughs) You get a... You you shave it or get a wax? Yeah, very detailed. (laughs) I'm like, you're welcome. Not me. (laughs) You're like, good luck. I'm like, let me know if you can find... You're like, does it look okay down there? I know it doesn't. She's like... She's like, once I find it, yes. <laughs> that was me making sounds of going through the vagina like a forest. <laughs> you guys, I have a normal amount of hair time. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you make me feel bad. Maybe I should get a wax or something. Well, I don't know. It's kind of like when I go to like get a pedicure. I shave my legs before. I just want people to have a nice experience around my body. <laughs> We'll see. I'm sure she's seen some crazy stuff, so. They probably don't care. They're probably, I mean, she's seen. It's my own thing that I want to, like, make it nice for my guy now. She's seen a a head come out of a vagina. She's seen a, she's delivered so many children. Can you imagine seeing that? Maybe I shouldn't shave. Maybe I should let it rage. Um, Whenever you, speaking of sex ed, in high school, we had to watch the birth video. Mm, We didn't. And. I don't think so. We did in health. I have a terrible memory, so maybe my school was way better than I'm remembering. And we had to watch the video, and it would warn you beforehand. It would be like, guys, it's about to happen. If you want to look away, look away. And I looked away, and my friend Catherine watched, and she was like, I was like, what was it like? She was like, I I can't explain it. Like She was just like. (laughs) I almost, when I get pregnant one day, I want to just like. Not look and never see it and just be like, well, I don't have to look at it. I'll just feel it. And I don't want my husband to see it. I want to. I'll be like, look what you did to me. I want him to be <laughs> by my head. No, I'm like, go down there. Look at this crap that I have to go through. <laughs> then I'll appreciate you more. I also will never want to have sex with you again. <laughs> He's going to be like, dude. He's, I mean, it could be scarring uh-huh. or it could be beautiful. Yeah, totally beautiful. <laughs> well, Chelsea has to do it first, so we'll see what I think what she wants Aaron at her head. At her head? But I think Aaron's all like the science person, so he's I think like, he's probably like, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was the C-section and um, they still have the curtain up with the C-section, you know, but um, my dad peered over the curtain and he said that all of my mom's intestines were on the table next to her because I was underneath all the intestines. And he said like her stomach was just like on the table. Uh, Okay. I am all about seeing the vagina birth a baby, but C-sections, maybe you shouldn't put your husband. My mom told him. My mom was like. Your dad has seen the insides of your mom. That's how close they are. My She's mom said, her do not arm. look over it. She told him like multiple times, like, do not look over it. And then he did. And the doctor even was like, you don't want to see this. Naughty, naughty. So, Ken's, what else do we want to talk about? We're talking about who pays on a date. 
which we've talked about briefly, but we wanted to go into it a little bit more. So uh, do you want me to kick it off? Yeah, I actually didn't do research. I was just going to wing it. Okay. So I found this article to split or not to split who should pay for dinner on a date by Patricia Garcia. So I think that this first piece of advice, I think is the best advice. And this is what I think that we should live by. Yes, I'm ready for it. The person who asks for the date should pay for the date. I mean, that is the most applicable advice I've ever heard in my life. I think so. Yeah. Do you, do you not agree? No, I agree. Yeah. I think that's good advice. I haven't thought about it in that perspective. Yeah, I know. So then um, she worked, this is from the Vogue magazine. And so then she kind of, Patricia kind of did like a survey and asked Vogue but staffers. would you ask a friend to pay if you, a friend asked you to go to dinner with them? Like I asked you to go to happy hour with me, but I'm not going to pay for your drinks. <laughs> yeah, but you're not, you don't want me to come home and kiss you and sleep with you either. Well, that's not <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, but like why, but like, isn't that the same concept? I may, maybe a little, I get what you're saying. But I, I, I'm all I'm a little bit more about the Dutch thing than I think most women are. I think that if I was on the dating scene, I would I would go by this. Whoever asked for the date. Pays I agree. Date. Yeah, and because I do like the first date to be paid for because if it's a terrible experience, <laughs> then I didn't waste money. So um, anyway, Patricia went around and asked some Vogue staffers what they thought. So more than half of the Vogue staff agreed you should at least reach for your wallet when the check comes. Agreed, which I always do. And then one staffer goes Dutch only when she is 100% sure that she never wants to see him again. So that's like her way of being like, this is a one-time date thing. Really? I don't feel like that message would be super clear if that's the message you're trying to send. Um, Maybe. It may not be super clear, but that's how she does it in her mind. I go Dutch and I don't mean that necessarily. The other one is if you split the bill on the first date, does that mean that a second date is completely out of the question? No. Not for you? No. And then they also brought up... Because I offer and some men are like, I mean, they don't have the common sense to turn me down on it. They're like, Sure. Great. So then they take it up? Yeah. So then would you go on a second date with them? Yeah. That's not their fault. Okay. I offered. It's confusing. <laughs> they don't know those politics. I'm not going to hold it against it. So then the Vogue article also brought up the same-sex couples issue. Like, I would like to know. Well, one said that one person who was in a same-sex relationship said that um, at the beginning of the relationship, obviously once you get down the line, like... It becomes more 50-50, I think. Yeah. But she said at the beginning, it was the one who was older. Oh. Oh, okay. I would have thought it was the person that initiated it. And then she also said some people that are in same-sex relationships do the who who makes the most money. Yeah. Which I think, I mean, I do, right? Or if you just are naturally the person that just wants to treat someone. Yeah. You know. I mean, I I took a really big pay cut, so I'm taking full advantage of the fact that Des makes more money than me. You're like, bring it on. That's that's another thing I wanted to t- That brings me to another point. Um, my friend makes the point that <laughs> that since we don't get paid equally, she's going to make the man pay for the dates until we get equal pay. 
Well, what's your opinion, though? My true opinion is that the first date I would like to the man to pay is just my old school Texas damn my culture thing. It's just rooted in your mind. It's rooted in my brain. It feels weird if it's not. And then, um, but everything after that, I'm cool with going Dutch. Like when they want to treat you or they're like, no, 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 I got it this time. It's fine. And then you'll be like, since you bought me this, I'll grab your beer. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I treat it. Like if a guy buys me dinner, I'll be like, okay, cool. I'll buy you beer sometime soon. Mm -hmm. And so then just wanted to clarify when, when you, when they accept your Dutch offer on the first date, that does not rule them out from a second date. No. Okay. But it's, I think it's only happened to me once and I legit didn't like them, but that wasn't why. Okay. Yeah. And they're just like, okay. Yeah. Poor dude. He's probably like, he's probably like, sweet. <laughs> I also found this article. It's by Tom Forty, paying etiquette, who picks up the check. So he asked 10 women with different backgrounds what they think in terms of who pays for the first date. So I picked a couple of my favorite. I like these. The dating coach. Modern men should do things old school. So the dating coach says that men should pay for the first date. Yeah. The journalist. You ask them out, you pay out. So she goes back to what I think. I agree. Which, which in, if you look at the average first date, most likely the man is going to be the one who asks for the first date. Yeah. And then if the woman asks for the second date, then the woman pays for the second date. Exactly. Um, the sex blogger. Go 50-50 every time. I get frustrated because I earn my own damn money and I can spend it how I like. Then she, then he continues to insist and I feel patronized. We usually never see each other ever again. So she wants to go Dutch no matter what. So that's maybe also like the extreme feminist view, right? It's yeah. like... I make my own money, so I'm paying for what I want to pay for. And I kind of, like, feel bad. Like, if I call myself a feminist, then shouldn't I pay? <laughs> I don't know, Ken. This is getting... Th- th- I mean, that's a big... She probably wouldn't consider you a feminist. I mean, that extreme, that right? fine. That is fine. I know what I am. Right. And so then... The feminist, he did ask somebody who labels themselves as the feminist, said it shouldn't matter. The fact that this is still a discussion in 2016 proves what is really wrong with our society. So she's just being like, guys, we've had this conversation for 100 years. Like, it shouldn't matter who pays for the date. Bigger fish to fry. Like, drop it. I guess so. I don't care. I think it's a fun conversation to have. But a lot of my friends give me a lot of flack because I go Dutch a lot. And so they're always like, Kenzie, stop going Dutch. You mean on like the third date? Yeah. And if he makes more, especially, they're like, never pay. <laughs> and I was like, but that's not fair necessarily. So if we're, you're watching on YouTube, we apologize. We had to bring down our camera uh, because it got very bright outside and it washed us out while we were talking. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I always kind of feel guilty if I don't split it sometimes, even if he makes more. Like, we're partners, you know? Okay, but what phase of the relationship do you implement this Dutch? Like, after you, you've, you're you in a committed relationship. I, I've been doing it after the first date. So, the second date, you'll be, like, Dutch. Yeah. And he'll say, okay. Yeah. Well, it depends on the person. I think Some men don't let me. 
I think that that's fine. Yeah. I think, you know what? I'm a little bit like the, the last feminist person. Like there's bigger things to deal with than who pays. Exactly. But I do like to be treated. I like to be treated. Sometimes I like a good meal. That's free. But then sometimes I like to treat. Exactly. Me too. It's very reciprocal. Another thing someone brought up to me about it, which is interesting, is that they buy the groceries. The other person always pays when they go out. Oh, that's a good one. And I was going to say something about being Dutch. Okay, so second date, still really new to things, right? And you just said that even if you were to ask me out to happy hour, we would still go Dutch. So then does it make it feel more like friendly than like, rather than you on a second date being like, no, you got the last one. I'm going to get this one. I don't mean to make it seem friendly. Mm -hmm. For me, I just think it's bigger. Mm -hmm. It's about fairness. The articles also brought up like, okay, maybe the person who asks out should pay because they're the ones that are recommending the restaurant. So they know how much approximately the bill is going to be. Yeah. So then they can say, no, I'm going to pay. I'm going to take you to McDonald's and only spend 10 bucks or <laughs> less than that. Hey, there's or, stuff on the dollar menu. Or, or I want to go to this steak and have two bottles of wine and you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that that's why it's, that one's my favorite advice. Make him pay if he's taking you to McDonald's. <laughs> Make that mother pay. What if they're What if they're taking him to Sonic? Oh, no. I want me a slushie. Buy me a slushie. Tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Anything else you want to add? No, we just wanted to have a lighthearted one. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah. What do you guys think? Should it be Dutch? Should it be some person pays for some things? Sometimes you just treat each other. I'm of the mindset, if someone feels really adamant, I actually don't feel patronized. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay. Right. You'll offer one time. Yeah. And like if they accept it, maybe they really wanted that it to be that way. I kind of let them also contribute to the mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, after the first date, yeah, I'm old school. I like the first date to be paid for, but... After that, I had one of my guy friends that says he wants it. He thinks the first date should be Dutch because neither of you are both of you are taking a risk. Mm. I read one of the girls who was like the first date must be paid for because we have to get our hair done. We got to do our makeup. We got to get our nails done. We maybe get a new outfit. Oh, I don't get my nails done or a new outfit. Sorry, it's recycled. <laughs> well, she was just saying that like we got to do a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And so then that's her payment for having to put on makeup. You don't have to do that work, though. That's true. I think we can just argue. I think this will always be an argument. It will. It's a hard thing, but it's kind of a fun one. But what are you looking forward to this week? Going to the gynecologist. Yay, health. Yay, health. Um, I'm going on a yacht next weekend. Oh, well, whose weekend is more exciting, (laughs) huh? I've no, I'm not fancy, you guys. I'm not extremely fancy. Um, but I was invited on a yacht my first time going on a yacht ever. And when someone was like, do you want to go on a yacht? I was like, oh, I don't. I really don't. Where I is be this fancy. yacht at? Uh, I don't know where it's at. I should probably do more research. So I'm is, going with a bunch of my friends. It's someone's birthday party and they're renting out a boat. And somebody's going to be driving this. Yeah. They hire a captain. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. Hopefully the weather is as good as it is this week. Let's pray. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. 
Have a good day. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.